Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. You're rocking a very fall. Was this from the Forever 21 Young Girls Collection or the maternity section of Forever 21? <laughs> this was in the Young Gentlemen section. It popped up on my Instagram because I have been Instagram shopping, which is always bad. You cannot do this. You are reaching Forever 51. You cannot keep walking in there. And yet, at the same time, I look and think, I could borrow that from you. You probably could. I know. The last time I walked into Forever 21. Oh, I didn't walk in. Oh, oh, you'd had it delivered. Yeah. Oh, so you shame it, shopped. It, it literally was on my Instagram. Was oh, like, oh that's nice. take that. isn't I'm it not bad when you walk into forever? What you insane? <laughs> but walk in like you're shopping for your kid. Oh, he'd love that. He Can loves I... this acorn sweatshirt that he wear ironically, and this Bon Jovi tee, and this sequin dress. Even though he doesn't like Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. bon Jovi. Can we talk about the fact that did you see what I posted on the Instagrams? So it's uh, a drove bon, Jovi down. Line? bon Jovi has his own rest area on the Garden State Parkway in New Jersey. And I was driving and I almost drove off the road. I was like, John Bon Jovi has a rest area? <laughs> I want to piss on him. We got to go. And I was with Jules and I was like, look, we're going out of our way to go to John Bon Jovi's rest area, Garden State Parkway. Unfortunately, it has replaced Cheesequake. Rest in peace, What's Cheesequake. cheesequake? Ah, it's just the name of the rest area before. It's sad that I remember that. It's like, well, well, I don't know rest areas had names. John Bon Jovi has a rest area. So it's just basically a glorified toilet with a little snacky snack. It's the it. most Jersey thing you've ever seen in your life. So it blares Bon Jovi music mm-hmm. when you walk in. So as soon as you park, there's well, a guitar. It is, it's really glamorous. It says, John Bon Jovi, rest area. Take a dump here. Get yourself some Skittles and uh, a Dasani water and enjoy mm-hmm. the tunes. And you'll be living on a prayer in that toilet. And you walk in and it's like, it's my life is now on. And it's blaring really that loud. loud. Yes, because it's the John Bon Jovi rest area. Welcome to the Garden State. Loud, and you walk in, so you, you get the music hits you like a uh-huh. wave. And it was funny because, like, as I was walking in, three Jersey bros were walking out, and I was like, God, this is so, this is the most Jersey moment I've ever had you're in so my tan. life. Yeah, you're so, and they were like, Dude, a, a freaking dude, dude, and dude, and dude with your dude. I will never sound natural saying the word, I could never say it cash, dude. That's mm. that's like a good dude. See, I can't. Or bra. Bra, bra, dude, dude, Anytime bra. Anytime I say, I've been making fun of people saying bro, that now it's a constant thing that I say, and people don't know that it's not. You're doing it ironically. Me. Right. Yeah. You need to stop. Or You when, need to go to the with me to the John Bon Jovi rest area. So what is the food choice in John Bon Jovi's? Uh, yeah, I think it's just like. Arby's? 40s. Duncan? Yeah, like just 40s of beer. And uh, no, what is the food choice? There's a Starbucks in there, so he's okay. So it's like Elder Jovi, Elder Jovi, Mr. Bon Jovi. So is it, I'm surprised someone's like, turn that music down. Is it John Bon or uh, Mr. Bon Jovi or Mr. Jovi? 
Mr. Jovi. <laughs> Filling out his, his Scantron for the SATs. <laughs> Mr. Jovi, you filled out your name wrong. No, John Bon? Is John Bon here? It's, it's uh, just John. Bon Bon Jovi? Bon- That's my sister. <laughs> Bonnie Jovi. <laughs> bon Bon Jovi. This is John Bon Jovi. This is Bon Bon Joni and his and daughter, is, Bonnie Jovi. And this is Von Bon Jovi. Von Bon. <laughs> He's Australian. He's Austrian. Oi, Von Bon Jovi. I'm not even going to try to <laughs> no. do it anymore. We've already That's established fine. I do not do dialects. That's fine. So there is like, there's kind of like your casual snack area to the right. Sure. Like uh, cheese its This is one of the nicer. Funyuns and all that. I mean, they've put some. Did you just say Funyuns? Funyuns. What is what, what you is really it? hit the yawn? Oh well, I'm sorry, I'm tired. John Bon Fon oh, yawn. Oh, 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 really? <laughs> oh, really? Miss Phonetics over here, Jeanette. It's Funyun. 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 Say it, Funyun. Funyun. There you go. That's what I said. That's not what you said originally. What did I say? Well, roll back the tape. Funyun. Nope. You said Funyun. Who cares? It's no Muncho, but you know. Neither There's one definitely is really in, funions in there. In circulation. Bugles that you can put on each finger like you've got a nice like manicure. Like you're ready to go, yeah. Yeah. So they have like a, when you first walk in, it's very clean. So clearly Bon Jovi put his own money into his rest area. It's like if everyone's going to take a dump on me. I want these floors to be spotless. Yeah. Yeah. And they have pictures everywhere of prominent New Jersey people with a quote by them. So there's a huge picture of Kelly Ripa. With a quote, you're only as good as where you came from. That's I'm like, that's the best quote that we could pull from Kelly quote. Ripa. I know. You're only like, as I'm good from, from Arlington, Massachusetts. It's me and Uncle Sam. So that's it can it. never be better. Kind of just shackled to that. Yeah. If it's a John Bon Jovi rest center, why wouldn't it all just be quotes of John Bon Jovi or just like a pair of jeans? Because they were like, we <laughs> that are just on display. Yeah. There's nothing of his on display. There is a guitar. Yes. Oh, I missed that. That may or may not be. I'm this. sorry. I was too busy taking a dump and yeah. trying to get over. I think there was like, there was a Dunkin' Donut. No, no, no. There was a Starbucks. Sparrow. Sparrow. Oh, I thought so you have cool. an Italian option. And there's the pictures of the New Jersey people are huge. You know, there's like Frank Sinatra with a quote. And then there's Albert Einstein. And I was like, when did Einstein live in Jersey? Did I miss a meeting? You're only as good as where you came from. E equals MC South Orange. We can really, like, we make fun of how people, like, the lyrics of songs today, you know, Ariana Grande misrhyming, like, now that we've become who I really are. Right. But the truth is, we didn't have good music in the 80s either. Yes and no. I mean, Amadeus, Amadeus, rock me, Amadeus. Like words wise, yeah. Lyrics wise, right? Yeah. But I mean, think about when Amadeus came out. Everybody, you still to this day would react to, "Oh, rock me, Amadeus." Well, because it's preposterous. Yes, exactly. Right. And I think that's what what made the '80s music great is because it was so absurd. Well, I don't know. The girls just want to have fun. That's an anthem. That's a good one. An anthem, yeah. It I really mean, is. But Amadeus is not an anthem. No, but it was just but, I mean, the idea a, that somebody was like, we should do a whole song thriller. about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Well, right. Yeah. That maybe not. Come on, rock me, Amadeus. Did come out around the same time as the movie? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Well, yeah, so naturally. But they're like somebody made the movie of Amadeus, and they were like, you know what? This needs this needs a title song. I don't know if it was in this. In so this we're gonna get movie. some weird, you know, Scandinavian group to make a song about Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. And somebody went in and pitched that song too. They were like, I've got the lyrics. You guys ready? That's great. Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Oh, 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 Amadeus. Well, we just passed on, well, I'm walking on sunshine. Whoa, yeah. And I'm walking on sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to feel good. Ha! All right now. And it makes me feel good. Yeah. All, all right, right now. now. Okay. All right. Um, we what could the fuck release was them anybody, under the same what was label. Anybody what thinking was, with it that? It was so much cocaine. Or like, walk like an Egyptian. What are you talking about? What the fuck are you? What? I mean, we all loved it. I, it was my first 45. What the fuck am I singing to? Always. I'm but you were walk in it. Walk like, like an, an Egyptian. And then the Every. lyric, all the old paintings on the tombs, they do the sand dance, don't you know? Don't know what you're talking about. If they move too quick, OAO, they're falling down like a domino. So now we're now we're talking about dominoes and mm-hmm. Egypt. Not the well, same. that's because Suzanne, what's her name, is doing mounds Susanna of Hoffs. cocaine. Susanna Hoffs. She's with Belinda Carlisle, and they're like, all right, all right. And I have an idea for a song, you guys. It's about this show that I saw on the Nature Channel the other day about Here, Egypt. So here's my lyric. All the bizarre men by the Nile, they got the money on a bet. Gold crocodiles, OAL. They snap their teeth on your cigarette. No, they don't. They would snap their teeth and rip your, your fucking neck. skull off. Yeah, but it was they were, at first the, the lyric was, they snap your teeth on your little neck. And they were like, that's a little too harsh, Susanna Hoffs. A little too harsh. All right, how about a cigarette? This, I, I, ladies and gentlemen of the pod, if you read the lyrics, I don't even, I don't even know what, there's Wait, who, no story. No, there's no story. But that was the 80s. It was lawless, man. So we're talking about Egyptians and all the school kids so sick of books. They like the punk, the punk and metal band. When the buzzer rings, they're walking like an Egyptian. Yeah, it's just about? it's just word salad. What are you it's talking just grab about? Whatever. What the fuck are you talking well, about? But at the same time, somewhere else in California. How'd you call? Oh. Uh. All the old paintings on the tomb, they do the sand dance. Don't you know? Who is this? If you move too quick. You're taking this a little, a little seriously. It, it was. That was Canopy Lake Park. That was part of my selections. I have an album. Did you know? Oh. <laughs> Get it here first. <laughs> Get it here before someone buys the copy. Tell you about this? Yes. And the fact that I thought I was gonna get discovered. Yes. And then I would sit on the bench. <laughs> Signing well, autographs. They played it out, and I was like, "Just wait, Sony will be here any minute." 
She's the new Tiffany. Just Who wait. Who said that? I'm she gonna, did. Look, if she if she could get discovered in a mall, goddammit, I can be discovered at Canopy Lake Park. I can wait. I can wait. You guys go on rides. Excuse I'll me, be girl, here the sitting park's on this closing. bed. The park's no, no. Closing. That's fine. Just keep the, my 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 tunes are playing. Your eight by tens are literally flying all over the place. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I, I there was a rock on top of it, but I took uh-huh. it off uh-huh. and then it Yeah, flew no one away. wants them. We're gonna have to charge you to pick them up. I can wait. I can wait. Get the guy, Clive, Clive Davis or whatever. I, tell him I'm here. I'm right by the Tilt-A-Whirl. Right, ma'am. Okay, I'll be here while my, my tunes are playing up overhead. Uh, good afternoon. The park's closing in 10 minutes. Can someone please take this broke down? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this small cinnamon broom. <laughs> right by the... <laughs> Right by the sing and touch me booth. And they're dragging me out like, no, it's not time. He'll be here any minute. He'll be here before you know it. I just want to eat it again. I think I did about six or seven songs. Well, And I did great. the same thing every time. I sat on that bench like, my day is here. Yeah. And you know the sad part? Still doing it today. Mm. Yeah. I just walk outside and I just do it on a stage. I'll do a set and then be like, okay, I can wait. Where's ICM? Where's CAA? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here. I'm ready to sign. I can wait. Anybody? Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, George Michael. <laughs> and <laughs> say Michael Wham, please. I can't be my, 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 Michael Wham. <laughs> And I'm Sally Struthers. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar of the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? That's right. This is my birthday week. And yes, this it is. week, like oh, all I weeks, I will let you remember for forever so you can do uh, give me an extra special gift I'm going to tell you about in a hot second. Because <laughs> <laughs> this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're hawking them up and we're making them go go. That's right. Michael Ridgely. Andrew Mike. Ridgely. So close. So close. <laughs> He'll always so be. Terrible. Not only did I. <laughs> I even looked at it and I said the wrong name. That poor man. <laughs> Look, Andrew Ridgely will always be Michael Wham to me. So you can wham us. Will you please wham us on your social medias at Dear Part Official on your Insta, oh, your Twitter, your face? God, uh, you sorry. can give me an extra special birthday gift by checking out our website, dearpartofficial.com, where you can binge every last sexy go goey episode. With Andrew Ridgely and Michael Wham. <laughs> We're just calling him Michael Wham That's forever. Fine. We have an email address. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. If you ask us an advice question, we will answer one every week so you could be answered by two unprofessional jackasses on the air. That is right. And we have a YouTube page where you can check out all our eps and some extra special video content over there. YouTube, Dear Pod Official. And finally, and most importantly, give me an extra special birthday gift by joining our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Dear Pod Official. Where for a mere or three or five dollars a month, you give us cash, we give you content. That's right, quality comedy 
content. So give me that little extra special birthday gift because I'm celebrating another year around the sun. Barely. I am limping into to home with my pants full of foam. Diarrhea, diarrhea. Happy birthday to mm-hmm. me. That's right. It is a birth week. So guess what our extra special theme is for said birth week? Gifts. Yes. Give me a gift. Gift me. So what are you getting me for my birthday? Uh, close your eyes. Oh, I thought you were going to say closure. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no closure. Wow, emotional closure? Wow. I just realized you redid your uh, your lounge here. Yes, the uh, the Maha'a bar is under construction at the moment. And there's going to be a mini documentary of the, the new bar for Patreon members. Ooh, oh, look shit. at that. Our Patreon subscribers can look forward to some time-lapse video of my oh. jewels uh, rearranging the Maha'a Lounge. We're getting a little facelift over here. We're we're putting in a permanent bar. Uh, if you've seen pictures of the lounge online at Dear Bon Official, you can see that it is a temporary sort of plasticky, thank you, Amazon uh, bar with a fake bamboo front. Ooh. Now, it's going to be a labor. It's a labor of love. Oh, it always is. A lot of people are going to put their hands into our bar. I'm sure we're going to kill some people in the process of building this thing, but next year, 2022 thing, you can look forward to permanent bar structure here in the Maha'a Lounge. So my jewels is in the process of moving all of our booze over to the other side of the wall. Our friend Stephanie came over, took a look at it all, and she just went, this is thousands of dollars worth of booze. And I was like, don't you judge me! You could probably buy a used bar from all the bars that have closed. Oh, I know, because then they put them <clears> in storage, right? Like McHale's. You remember that bar in Midtown? It was like a burger joint. I think so. I remember them. Everybody was heartbroken when that closed. Yeah. And I was like, if only they could know what was coming down the path. <laughs> you couldn't see what was coming. And everybody was heartbroken when McHale's closed. And I remember them saying that they put it in in storage. So it's somewhere in New York. So maybe we can get our hands on that sexy bar. This is going to be made from scratch, right, by pals. And we're going to get some free labor off off friends. And we're going to be those people that are like, pizza and beer, you guys, if you move all my stuff. So uh, welcome. Welcome to the room. Yes. Yes. Hi. 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 Are you, you got real quiet all of a sudden. Are you thinking about Wham? No, I was just going through my articles because I realized I printed off too many. Oh, so you have to choose? Yeah, well, which I've already articles? whittled it down. Well, whittle away then. Then uh, you've got it down. Oh my God, how many articles did you? There was a lot of articles to be found on the topic of gifting. Well, I, holiday gifting is what I chose. Oh, specific. You want? Spe- I just kind of put in a general gift giving. Oh uh, well, thing. I thought it was the month of December. Well, so you might it- as well because we're in it. But in the month of December, we celebrate Jesus and me. <laughs> I come first, though. Well, because I always do. Well, ask Mary Magdalene because I think he did. <laughs> Ew! Ew! Too, too soon? soon. <laughs> Never too soon. Uh, what is the best? Jesus, Jesus. Uh, stop saying my name, okay? So you're not even going to cuddle and you're just going to leave me here. Yeah, I got I got. You're some, just like your father. I got to turn this bread into even shittier bread. <laughs> I got to go, okay? My friends are waiting at my dinner, all right? Uh, I guess one of these fucking farm animals will finish me off then. I got to go. I got to go to the dinner. You're not invited, all right? Here, put some... 
Put some of this frankincense on your vagina. Jesus right is back. from Boston. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I, there's there's some myrrh on the dresser. Okay. <laughs> I, I love how you're combining right before his birth to his death. All look, I don't know from Jesus. I only went to you know church and CCD my entire it's life. Fine. I We're listened the to lines nothing. For value. Exactly. Correct. That's right. They both ends can meet mm-hmm. for the sake of comedy. I still have these three wise men that keep following me around. One of them can Do I have it. to invite them to my last supper? For Christ's sake, I only got room for 12 at this table on this one side. Jesus, you can use the other side of the table. No, that's where the camera is. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. I, got, I invited paparazzi to my dinner. We can only sit on this side. I got 12 people I can invite. And the three wise men, I got no room for you because here's the thing. They're going to show up. They're going to bring donkeys and camels, goats and shit. And I got this. I, I reserved a room. I got pizza. I got manicotti. Tony, Vinny, Donnie, Mickey, Johnny, Timmy. Tommy, Sully. What do you mean Fitzy. I can't invent them? Oh, all right. Thomas, Michael. Mark. Mark. Is that what you want me to call him? Yeah. Just sitting on this side. No room for Mary Magdalene. I threw some myrrh on the dresser. I leave her at home. You know, she's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. It's all right. Welcome to my last supper. I'm fine. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Even for me, that was like a bridge too far. Yo, yo, yo. Can we get uh, three more... Can we get three more Caprices and uh, two vodka sodas, no fruit. Right, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Right, Paulie? You know what? Don't hog the penne pasta. I'm going to turn it into a more flavorless pasta. That's right. That has to be an Irish, Boston Irish people because it's all flavor-free food uh-huh. and just booze. Yeah. Just bread and wine. That's all we got here. That's all I can afford right now. You know, I'm going to die tomorrow. It's a very narrow table. Yeah, yeah. One of you guys is going to fucking betray me. Who is it? Who is it? Fitzy? Which one of you assholes? Which one? Who, 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 who read it? Who spoke, huh? <laughs> Is it you, Sully? You, Fitzy? Jesus is, Mark? Jesus is the Italian. Which one are you cocksuckers? <laughs> Look, I, I called you all here tonight because I um, heard one of you guys was uh, fucking ratting on me. Who's it going to be? Joey Boombats? <laughs> Tony Bag of Donuts, that's you? Joey Goombat? Is it you? Vinny! Jo- what the fuck you do? Is huh? it your wife, Dirty Marie? Who are you Is talking to? Is it Dirty to? Marie? Is it Soft Marie? Is it Eddie Marie? Mary Ann? Is it Anne Marie? <laughs> Anne Marie? <laughs> so, so which one of you motherfuckers talked, huh? Because now they're going to hang me in the square tomorrow. <laughs> Jesus' last supper is at the most Italian restaurant <laughs> in, in New Jersey. <laughs> you like the mural of Venice? I mean, it's going to look like that eventually. This is what I see. Look at how big those grapes are in the wall, right? You like that? Who wants some more grappa? Huh? Grappa? Huh? huh? Anyone? Want, before I start the shindig, anyone wants some uh, sambuca? I'm going to turn this hey, water into hey. whatever you want. You want you want ouzo? Gina. Gina, some sambuca for my friends, especially that shifty one in the corner with the knife. Gina, water's all around. Watch me turn this shit into Multipucciano. <laughs> One touch. <laughs> this shit's good. It's like 1946. It's like a vintage. Ah, oh, crap. I turned it into Merlot. My bad, you guys. I'm still working on this whole water to wine thing. 
All right. Chianti. All right. Let's talk about gifts for a minute, shall gifts. we? Gifts. Give me a gift article. Gifts. gifts. Not Welcome gifts. To my list. Not like gifs. Gifs. Choosy moms choose gif. Choosy moms give gifts. The gifts right. of articles. Give it right. to me. This is from the Greenwood Commonwealth of Greenwood, Mississippi, Monday, August 15th, 1983. Dear Abby, I just got a telephone call from a relative, I won't say how close, who lives less than five miles from me. She said in a very huffy tone, when are you going to come up and pick up your Christmas presents? (laughs) This is the third time she's called about this. Abby, correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't people supposed to deliver their own Christmas presents? I might add this relative has a car and is not handicapped in any way, shape, or form. I'm so uh, angry I can hardly write this. How should I handle the sign boiling over? Dear Boiling, you are obviously too intimidated to ask this relative to please deliver them. So before the hot summer ends, take a ride, cool off, and pick up your Christmas presents! What month was this? August. Oh, yes. Pick up your Christmas presents. There's nothing weirder than getting a Christmas present in an off season. It's a weird thing because my Jules would get Christmas gifts for like his goddaughter who he sees once every seven years. Uh-huh. And then at that point, <laughs> she's completely outgrown everything. He got her like dance because she, she was a dancer, like a ballerina. And he got her all of this, you know, dance gear for yes. Christmas. Okay. And then didn't see her for years, but these gifts kicked around the house, and like collecting dust. And by the time he saw her, oh, it's like, oh, oh, you're an astronaut now, and you're 25. Right. So these don't probably, fit anymore. So these Jimboree clothes aren't going to fit yet. Anymore. Yeah. So this tiny leotard I got you, you mean to tell me you've outgrown it? Do you have any gay friends that could possibly fit him? <laughs> I think yes. Take a number. The line forms to the left, boys. I have a Ooh, very small unitard. Oh, oh fine. and this Capizio dance bag that's all glittered and, you know, bedazzled. That's a thong, but okay. Okay, all right. However you want to wear it, it's I don't care. It's a kid's thong. And it, they kept kicking around and kicking around, and I kept thinking, Why like, he just, just like kept them out. I was like, ship them. Just ship them. Ship them. Ship if you are the gift giver... Uh-huh. And you have these gifts. It is not somebody else's responsibility to approach you and say, "Can I have a gift in an off season?" Off season. There's also something weird about seeing Christmas wrapping paper yeah. on a gift in like July. It's like, no. Oh, it's yeah. like I don't want to see. Yeah, I don't want to see that. You don't belong here. No. No. Have you? No, you don't. When you give gifts to people. Yeah. Are you a good gift giver? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, so there's I am. no discussion around that. You know for a fact you've never gotten any bad feedback on a gift you've given? If I given? got bad feedback, it's probably for someone that doesn't have any fucking taste. Or, yes, I agree. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait to see what my gift is this year. Yeah. Jelly beans! <laughs> I'll never live that down. Uh, yeah, yeah. Off-season gifts. And scene. Great. Anything else to say on that? I'm nope. so scared. He's going to yell at me again. All right. I have an article for oh, you. Oh, you better hurry up. <laughs> I'm sure it's an article that I've said 20 times before. <laughs> this comes from the Alton Evening Telegraph, Alton, Illinois. Alton Brown, April 12th, 1968. Gift dirt can carry disease. What? 
Gift dirt? Gift dirt <laughs> can carry disease. Dear Anne, I would like to comment on Marvin, the young man who won a trip to London in a sales contest. His girl wrote that she was disappointed when he returned and handed her his gift, a clump of dirt from London. Your comment that the gift was dirt cheap and something a person could pick up at the last minute was not only inadequate, but incorrect. Such a gift could wind up being mighty expensive for all of us. Even a handful of English soil could bring into this country foot-and-mouth disease or golden nematode, which is a serious pest of potatoes. Moreover, Marvin broke the law. Untreated soil from any place outside North America is prohibited by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Marvin should have declared the soil to the U.S. Customs Authorities. Had he done so, the soil could have been treated to eliminate all pests and animal diseases. Please print this letter for the education of others. Thank you, Cal. (laughs) Dear Cal, like I said, Marvin, you should have gone into one of those lovely English shops and bought the girl a little something. Now maybe you brought her more than you had planned on, like foot and mouth disease. Have you seen her lately? How is she feeling? Ayan! Why would you give someone dirt? Is it symbolic? Uh, Because you didn't want to stop at the duty-free. Is it like the people give those, uh, like, I went to Nantucket and I got one of these sand jars. Yeah, it's like, bring sand from your other state so that we can combine them in a jar at our wedding. However, uh, I did bring sand back from Santa Fe. But it was supposed to be blessed sand. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. We had stacks of it. So we went to Santa Fe, me and Mike Jules, Uh like you do. You knew the way? We knew the way to Santa Fe. It was kind of gay in Santa Fe. That's what they say. And we went to this place that was like a church that had holy sand. Not Santa Fe. Never mind. Oh, well, same diff. You didn't care. I didn't care. But I did care that we went to this weird church in the desert that was supposed to have blessed sand, which, of course, we paid for because we're assholes. Why was it blessed? I don't know. Somebody came and took a dump there once, like the Pope looked at it, touched it. Some some miracle was performed there, and now this is miracle sand. Okay. So be that as Jules' mother is Italian and believes in miracle sand, we got a couple jars of it. And brought the sand home. We gave her the sand. We have the sand. Isn't the sand somewhere here? Somewhere. The holy sand is somewhere in this house. It's supposed to do something. And we gave some sand to Moth, too. And who, of course, it's still on the kitchen counter at home. And did any miracles happen after the sand? Not yet. Okay. And how long have you had I think sand? you're supposed to, like, rub it on something bad. What? <laughs> I don't know. I I was hazy on the details. They just gave me the jars. I filled up the sand, and then they gave me like instructions on how to use the sand. Like, but I ah. never read the instructions. Was it I like was IKEA like, sand? I'm She's like, I don't like, know what this is. I'm so not a reader that I was like, uh, I'll figure out this sand when I get home. Must be used within 15 minutes. <laughs> Why does this sand need an Allen wrench? <laughs> really annoying. <laughs> I don't know what I was supposed to do with the sand, but it definitely, like, they gave you a little pamphlet that said, oh, this is this, the holy sand. Don't take the sand out of the Don't state. put your D in this. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't buy the sand. Don't open up the jar when you get it home, because yeah. then it's like the movie The Mummy. Don't just, shake it. And you're like, what is this shaking it on? I'm the first person to fuck that up. 
So I don't know. The sand is there in my parents' house. I think we should maybe use it. It's sitting yeah. on the kitchen counter. It has been since we went to Santa Fe um, eight years ago. Mm. So, Moth, time to clean the kitchen. So no miracles are happening. No miracles in the kitchen. Street. Oh, I don't know. It's mm. not going to fix the food. Seems like it's one thing to get rid of when you're throwing out old yeah, gifts. No, no I, now I would never. You know how weird I am. I would never throw out that sand. Why? Because I would feel like I'd be cursed if I did something like that. So I hope the sand But nothing's is... happened to you. We moved. Uh-huh. The sand came with us. Okay. Well, because you brought it there. It's not like it showed up. Jules, we got to find the sand. Now I'm nervous. Well, think about the St. Jacob statue. I believe in that weird stuff. Yeah. Oh, I got holy. We were so frustrated. Real estate is very nerve-wracking. And when we were selling the last house, nothing was happening in the real estate situation. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't moving fast. We needed it to move fast in order so to move into the pineapple ranch. Planted the plastic. I only get sand. religious when I need something. Sure, of course. Everybody else. <laughs> I only pray to Dear God. Dear God, <laughs> make it, make me get to the elevator now before I shit my pants. Then suddenly I'm doing like, God, go I'm to going to churches. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, if I need something, I'm doing like, like Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Home I'm alone. praying. I'm davening. I'm going to the, the wailing wall. Suddenly <laughs> yeah. I'm all of. You're wearing a veil. I become a Buddhist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And so, so this, I got really stressed about the real estate situation. So I got holy. I looked it up and I was like, what God do you, do you pray to when you need to like sell a house? Mm-hmm. And apparently there's like a whole thing around this, the statue of St. Joseph. You have to bury him in the front yard by the real estate sign, head down, facing the house, really specific things. Of course. Face down, ass up. That's in the, the club. way he likes to sell your house. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great ad for St. Joseph. <laughs> Joe, you we need, need to, to do a campaign for you. <laughs> I'm St. Joseph, and I'm going to sell your house. Face down, yeah, ass up. That's, that's the way, way we sell, like your house. sell your house. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? St. Joe's real estate. <laughs> Trust me, I'm better than Century 21. Trust me, I'll always be ass up I'm for you. I'm Century AD. <laughs> and we did it. We, I, I drove way out of the way to some weird religious tchotchke store. <laughs> and you'd think it would be a stupid thing to ask for. Damn it, if that isn't the first thing you see when you walk into this religious... It's like Bibles on the right and St. Joseph's statues with instructions on how to use him appropriately to sell your house on the left. You should have got the winking one. Did you know that? Did that St. Joseph's statue His eyes are me. following me. Yes. Yeah, did. yeah. But <laughs> Battery opera. It's our top seller. Can I get the one where the knees bend? Thanks. Sure. Great. We'll also need to upside down. His uh, gown falls down. And so St. Joseph's dream house. <laughs> it's, a, it's also upside down. <laughs> And it, it's it. There was Look a at kit. that tiny little jock strap. <laughs> I didn't know they had those in biblical times. It comes as a kit, so it's like it comes with the Saint Joseph statue instructions. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a little extra incense or something in there for you to spray. Uh-huh. And I followed the instructions. I buried him upside down, face up, ass up in the club, mm-hmm. and uh, face down, ass up. And how sold the next day. And the agreement is that you have to bring him to your next home and put him on display. So now he's in the kitchen. Because he's hungry. I feel like he'd like that. <laughs> he's yeah. above the sink. He's he can hungry. look out the window. He has a very good life now. Yeah. Face up, ass down. 
Right. He's so like, now he's now he's older. He's like, ugh, remember those days? <laughs> when you buried me in the front yard? Remember when I was ass up in your old place? Now here I am just standing upright in your now kitchen. Now look at me, just living just the best hanging life. Hanging out in the kitchen like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. God. Everybody loves the kitchen. Wish I had that jockstrap, though. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Give me another. This is from the Berkshire Eagle, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. I know it. Monday, November 23rd, 1981. Dear Abby, how do you go about putting a stop to exchanging Christmas gifts with people you hardly ever see? I don't mean relatives. I mean out-of-towners who used to, who used to be neighbors and whose children were friendly with our children, all grown now, and folks we are no longer close to. Shopping, wrapping, and mailing Christmas presents has gotten to be a real chore, and I am not as young as I used to be. It's also expensive. I would like to get off a lot of people's lists and take them off of mine, too. I'm sure they feel the same way about it, but don't know how to get off ours. So... How do I get off this merry-go-round, Abby? I would prefer to send Christmas cards to a number of people who are still on my Christmas gift list. Thanks from Cutting Corners in Chicago. Chicago! Dear Chicago, early in December, write a note to those you'd like to take off your Christmas list and put them on your card list. Why did you sound <laughs> like the Micro Machines guy all of a sudden? You I just don't... flew out of your... <gasps> saying you are thankful for friends with whom you can be perfectly frank with. Explain that this year, along with trimming your Christmas tree, you are trimming your gift list too, and sending cards instead. I'll wager they'll appreciate your practical approach and will cheerfully reciprocate. How big is your list? I mean, How I many people do you have to buy for every year? Uh, it gets smaller and smaller. It does, because yeah. as you get older, there's, well, more people die. <clears throat> and wow. then let Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry Christmas! Here's Aaron's gift. Nothing. Is Bob dead? Do I need to buy him something? Aaron was very happy this year. She lost three friends. Thrilled, thrilled. There's there's the pressure. Oh, they, like... she finally insulted them. No, they died. No, oh. no, no, that's fine. That's that. Or at least they said they died. Trim the list because you have a lot of nieces and nephews. Do you have to buy something for every one of them? No. Oh, wow. Do you do a thing where it's like, everybody pick a name out of a hat and that's the person that you buy for? We used to and no. Wow. So how many people are you buying for then? I buy one for my mother, mm -hmm. one for my lover, mm -hmm. and for my godchildren. And that's it. That's it. Wow. You got off easy. Well, um, there's so there's 24 nieces and nephews. So it started out, wow. we used to buy them, and then... Then it's like that. It kind of got weird because I don't really know all of them. No. And then, um, twenty-four. Yeah. Jesus. So I don't really. I'm not very close with many of them, and I'm also I'm not very close with all of my brothers and sisters. So I don't. I don't think I ever really got them Christmas presents. You don't feel the need to <clears throat> have to do no. That. And yeah. also, um, if my heart's not in it, then I'm not going to give you a gift. That's good thinking. That's what it should. I'm not going to be like, oh, here's this candle, unless I was like, this is the best candle ever. And there's purpose behind it right that's like my aunt and uncle who uh <laughs> i got the weirdest gift i ever got and i want to hear about the weirdest or worst gift you've ever received this is definitely the weirdest one mm -hmm. my aunt and uncle who don't really know me all that well or you know we weren't that tight these this side of the them and uh <laughs> when i was like a teenager they sent me a gift in the mail. And I was like, oh, oh, it's my Christmas gift or birthday gift or something. You know, also when you have a birthday that's dangerously close to Christmas, then they're like, this is your birth Christmas gift. And you're like, bullshit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I'm far enough away from the date of Christmas 
to be like I two can get different two separate, events. Two, two, thank you. Two separate gifts, please. Two separate. If you're gonna do it, two tabs. Two tabs. No fruit. And they sent me a gift, and I was like, "Ooh, it's two parts." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And they were not in the kitchen when I opened it. Now, now this is like the '90s. Mm-hmm. I open it, and it is a VHS copy with matching poster. E.T. Mm-hmm. E.T. came out in the 80s. Yes. So, um, you know, over a decade later, I now have my very own VHS mm-hmm. of E.T. with a matching movie poster. So they... Someone went to the blockbuster bargain <laughs> bin. Someone went to their basement and was like, let's get this out. <laughs> awesome that i could appreciate if you walk around your house like oh god we really need to get rid of this bookshelf it's missing one shelf and let's just give it to erin she'll like it she'll appreciate this let's just make a tag it's black lacquer from 1986 but she'll find some way to she'll love it yeah yeah what's the weirdest worst gift you ever weirdest gift or worst gift or both hmm that I do not, I don't, I don't recollect. You don't recollect the weirdest, worst gift. What about the best gift you ever got? Do you remember? The, uh, We're going well, back in time now. Oh, God. Thinking. Let me get some I mean, thinking I mean, the gift traffic. of life. I mean, right? Oh, I mean, shut up. Right? Bull. I mean, the worst the gift you ever got is the gift of life. I think the best gift I got was Teddy. It was my dog. That was, <gasps> that was a gift, gift from someone? Mm, sort of. Okay. He sort of gifted. By Bill Berloni to Paul and I. We Did he show up with like a, a big bow on? No. Oh. No, he just kind of showed up as like a. a He's trial like, here dog. you go. Like, Why don't you keep him? I was like, what? Oh, oh my God. Okay, that's a very good gift. That's my best gift ever. My best friend. Oh my God. Stop it. Don't. I can't. Stop. <laughs> So, For yeah. my birthday <clears throat> gift, do not make me cry by talking about puppies. I, 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 I can't. Shan't. I, shan't. I see the veins in your forehead. We can't. Okay. We're backing off. We're backing off. I'm backing gently out. And, and I'm backing. And, and I'm, I'm backing, backing into my final <clears throat> article. Although Are Marcus you? did give me the entire um, album collections of one <gasps> Mariah Carey. So I now have all of her albums. That's a very good. Was that a Christmas gift? It was. I'm only missing the glitter. So if anyone can find it. That isn't $3,000. What do you mean? A video or a... The glitter soundtrack on album, which is... Like a a vinyl? Correct. That was an option? Way back when, yeah. All of her stuff's on vinyl. All right, so you heard it here. Patreon subscribers and the three other people that listen to us and my mother. And then Patty needs an album, a vinyl album of glitter. Correct. I have it all. And I also have the poster in my closet. Just if anyone wants to know. You're a girl who has it all. That's right. I'm just a girl with a mixtape and a Do you train. feel her thawing out right now? Do you know that she has a McDonald's menu? What? A Mariah McDonald's menu um, thing. What? Yeah. What is it? You can order off of the Mariah menu. She has a whole separate menu, so it's not like Mariah Nuggets. She doesn't have just one item. She has multiple. I believe there so. There better be a McRib on that shit. Well, she had her McRibs removed, so I don't Exactly! <laughs> I Again, think it's biblical. Only for like, it might be only for the week of Christmas. And God took a McRib from Mariah and mm-hmm. gave it to the gays. That's correct. It's and only the gays for, said, it's a Christmas. 
I think so. I, I thought it was a joke, and I was like, I guess it's not. Did you walk into a McDonald's and see this? Not yet. No, I saw the ad. It was on her Instagram. Okay. Because I'm I never go to McDonald's. Uh-huh. Never. Yeah, me neither. Ever. Because it it's like a poop shoot. It would just be it's in delicious. one. It's delicious. McDonald's? Yes. Should we go and try something from the Mariah McDonald's? I think it's only out the week of Christmas. Okay, but we can prepare. Then that means that like we can do a cleanse beforehand. I think I need to be a little bit ready for it. <laughs> Are they bringing back like a shamrock shake or something? You know what? I don't. Mariah Please Carey look this Ma- up. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Give me the Mariah Carey. This is the best Partners gift. for 12 days of, oh God. 12 days of Christmas. Okay. Okay. Give me the gift of Mariah. McDonald's next celebrity collaboration may be all you want for Christmas. The fast food chain announced Wednesday that it was teaming up with Mariah Carey for is- 12 days of free food. What? The chain has previously rolled out limited-time celebrity meals based on stars' favorite McDonald's orders, including the Saweetie Meal last summer and famous orders with BTS, J Balvin, and Travis Scott. I don't Wait, know Wait, this what, is the weirdest collab ever. I don't know what I just read. Ever. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't what the fuck are they talking about? Who's a Travis Scott? But the coming Mariah menu, which debuts December 13th, is different and features a select free item each day through Christmas <gasps> Eve with a $1 minimum purchase of McDonald's mobile app. Okay, so if you buy, like, fries, you'll get the free what, though? But we don't know what it is. So it's like an advent calendar. It's going to be a surprise every day. I I don't know. I don't know. Mick Mariah. This is very exciting. Uh, let's see. This is better than when they roll out Monopoly, I swear to God. Jennifer Halen, McDonald's Vice President of U.S. Marketing, Brand Content, and Engagement, said in a statement that Carrie goes with the holidays like ketchup and fries, <laughs> so we wouldn't think of a better partner to help out. What the fuck? Mariah's like ketchup and fries. What are you talking about? McDonald's said the menu will be served in fun and festive packaging with Lamley and McDonald's fans that, Mc, that Lamley and McDonald fans will love. Ker, Carrie often calls her fans Lamley combination of the word lamb and fam. We thank you. Oh, my thank, God. Thank you, is ma'am. That, that's you. You're a lamb. You're a lambly. <laughs> you. Yeah. This is this is the weirdest. Because you know how, like, people collab oh, now? So it's like the Erica Mariah, Fenty. The Mariah menu. Big Mac. That's all it is? That's on the 13th. The 14th, I think, is a cheeseburger. <gasps> a shake on the 15th. On the 12th day Nuggets of Christmas, Mariah gave to me diabetes. Oh, this is so here exciting. it is. December 13th, get ready for your Big Mac. Oh, God. Okay. Then the McChicken. Oh. Then a bakery item. Then a six-piece McNugget. Then a cheeseburger. Then hotcakes. Then a McDouble, which I don't know what that is except for what's going to come out. <laughs> but that's going to be a McTriple. I think a McQuad is going to come out of you. <laughs> uh, an apple pie. Sausage egg McMuffin. Okay. Double cheeseburger. Uh, sausage biscuit. And for December 24th, chocolate chip cookies. Oh. For Santa. Need some little jingle bells right now. Ching, 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 ding, 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 ding. Timmy, don't you want it? On the first day of Christmas, Mariah gave to me McNuggets six with dipping sauces. How come you don't want any, um, don't you want any Christmas cookies? I don't feel good. <laughs> I have spent every day with Mariah Carey and I, my cramping. I, I eat enough of the Mariah menu every day. <laughs> the, Mariah, oh the Mariah menu. I'm abnormally. Oh Mom, I don't feel good. 
What's wrong, Timmy? <laughs> have you been eating off the Mariah menu? <laughs> you shouldn't have had that sausage McMuffin yesterday. <laughs> You're going to feel better Christmas. when you throw up. <laughs> it's like a cat puking. Yeah, I know. Your, your back's going <laughs> up. <laughs> I remember throwing up as a kid, and you're just like your back would just like do yeah, because like, it took so much cat. out of you. Yeah, <laughs> you're contracting. Just ugh. nothing would come out. Then you sleep on the floor. That's why I can't eat Franco-American spaghetti to this day. Not well, that I would. It's not on the menu. Good. It's not on the Mariah menu. No. That's exciting. I'm gonna do it. I, why am I excited? <laughs> I never eat at McDonald's. I don't the know why I'm like Big Mac. Oh the my idea God. of like a free sausage McMuffin just randomly in the middle of the day. I would not eat half of that. I wouldn't the eat pancakes? any pancakes. No. Hot cakes. They're not pancakes. Hot cakes. What's the difference between a hot cake and a pancake? Nothing. Okay. Well, then. the difference is the first syllable. That's all. All right, guess what? I still have one more article. Can you believe it? (gasps) This one comes from the Spokane Chronicle, Spokane, Washington. You know it. December 18th, (laughs) 1967. Gift is no confidence vote. Oh. Dear Ann Landers, I am an 18-year-old girl who is away at college. Prove it! (laughs) (laughs) And my hymen is still intact. This is my freshman year. Guess what I received this morning from my mother? Today is my birthday, and I knew she would not forget. When I opened the box, I almost keeled over. Birth control pills. I am not only shocked, but deeply hurt. What does my mother think I'm doing here anyway? I have no use for these pills, and furthermore, I consider this gift a vote of no confidence. Attached to the bottle, bottle, was a note which read, You may not need these, but here they are, just in case. What do you think of a mother who would send her daughter such a gift? Please give me your opinion, because I am I am awfully upset. My first inclination was to send them back. Should I? Signed, Class of 71. Dear Class, yes. Tell your mother you have no use for the pills, and you're sorry she wasted her money. As for what I think of a mother who would send her 18-year-old daughter such a gift, I'll say it in two words. Very little. Ayan! What are you talking about? When did your mom give you the pill? Ew! What? Moth would never, because I am chaste. Okay. I am a I am a virgin. Oh, uh, sure. And I am a delicate flower. Moth, you have to understand, birth control pills mm-hmm. are a chemical. Uh-huh. You don't just willy-nilly ship someone a chemical that may fuck with them. You maybe gotta go to your doctor. Maybe she wants, she's like, you are so dull. Go out and fuck anything. <laughs> Anything at all. Get on whatever you can find. I don't give find. a shit. Smoke a cigarette. Wake me up before you go-go. Yeah, but put this in your mouth before you go-go. Uh-huh. Because I'm not going to be carrying around that baby. Have oh, a no, good no. time. <laughs> I'm not taking care of that. I'm not your babysitter. <laughs> yeah. You ho-ho. That's correct. I'd rather you be a ho-ho than be boring. <laughs> I don't want a boring daughter. So pop these pills and go fuck anything that Enjoy walks. Enjoy yourself. Not condoms. No. Pills. <laughs> Condoms? What am I, an animal? Did condoms exist in the 70s? Yes. Were they like lambskin or something? They're weird, though. They were I don't probably know. I like. Didn't ha- I didn't have sex when I was four. I, you so. weren't born yet, were you? In the 70s? 71. I was 76, I was born. Yeah, there you go. You weren't even a glimmer in the eye of your. I mean, I, sh- no I probably did have sex when I was three. Maybe. Ew! 
I don't know. I can't remember back before. I mean, I was so wasted. I don't know. <laughs> it was the 70s, man. Anything could I was happen. drinking breast milk. Yeah, I don't it, know. Was, it was chaos. I was in Studio 54 with Liza. What are you doing here? Who brought the baby? <laughs> I'd like to do cocaine off that child's head. It's such a quiet, toots. A slick surface. I'm getting a blowjob by Steve Rubell. <laughs> this is amazing. That kid's a swinger. How do you get all those gold chains? Someone wipe me. My God, he's got a lot of, of chest hair for an infant. <laughs> we definitely have to call Moth today. That's for sure. Because guess what? It's the birthday week. I think it's time for a little Moth report. So set your shit up and let's do this. And now it's time for the Moth Report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. For my birthday, do it to me. Do it to me one more time. Give me dee 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 Let's call my mother. It's time for the Moth Report. That's right. We're going to call my mother. And instead of finding out what the weather is like where she's standing, we're going to find out what it was like to give birth to this sweet piece right here, to a cinnamon broom. That's right. I want to hear what it was like to give birth to me on my special birth week. And we can also discuss gifts because that is the theme. This week. Maybe you're the best gift. I you am ever the got. best gift you ever got. Hello. Well, hello. hello. Oh. Hi. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm having a heart attack here. Your father's cleaning should, the gutters and have a bare ass he part. climbs up on the roof and he scares me. Oh my God. And What's he doing on the roof? Cleaning the oh, gutters. She just said. Oh, being he's Santa. Just, my job is to kind of hold the bottom of the ladder, but I got news for you. If that thing starts to go, I can't catch it. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> that thing being my father. And yes. I hope you liked him, but he got up on the roof. Why don't you hire somebody to do that? That's, you're I too old for take, this. I should take the ladder down and run away, leave him up on the roof. <laughs> hey, uh, wow, Yay! That's, that's called marriage right yeah. there. Ah, yes. Um, <clears throat> should you be holding the ladder right now instead of talking to us? Say that again. Should you be holding the ladder right now? Oh, <clears throat> no, he just came in. And, and there's a lot of mud up there and stuff like that. And, and he walked by and he smelled bad. And he said that it, it's, it's all gooey and slimy up there. And it smells like sewage. And I said, I hope that's you and not the pipes or anything, you know. That's all I need is to have a pipe break downstairs. But you know me, I go from zero to 60. But I think it was the smell bad. <laughs> I think it was just your father. Yeah. He just yes, reeked. It usually is. Oh. Wow. That, that's a nice smell. Other than that, we're having a wonderful cold fall day. <clears throat> oh, well, la-di-da. Well, yeah. guess what? This episode what? drops the day before my birth, and the theme is gifts. So I want to know if I was the best gift you ever received. <laughs> Aside from the cruise that my brother got you to Alaska. Yes, yes. yes. That was... Actually, no, I, your father's been notorious for giving me hideous gifts that he thinks are nice. And so, like, I just kind of return everything that he ever bought, has ever bought me. But, yes, I, I believe I received designer jelly beans from you, cruise to Alaska from Alan, all in one day. It the was best awesome. and worst gift, all in one I sitting. I like that you've avoided the question, which was, was Aaron your the best, best gift? gift? If you could, would you have returned that gift? <laughs> Service merchandise. Hi, I'd like to put this 
back on um, like this a gift card or something. redhead? I mean, can I get store credit if I return this ginger she girl? She won't stop singing uh, Walk Like an Egyptian. <laughs> I, like this. I think it's broken. <laughs> you know, you, you were the cutest thing that ever. Uh, and, and you were, were a redhead. Was. We didn't know where you came from. The mailman. It was so weird. Mm. Was it? We brought you home from the hospital. My mother says, she's a redhead. What? <laughs> I said, Anything you want to tell us now, I mean, just like, between friends? I know. Look, is there any? are there any secrets that you want to let out on the pod right now? Because uh, there's no gingers in the family. Any mistakes? We all have had them. <laughs> <laughs> We've all taken that break. Any bad choices after a night of Sutter Home White Zinfandel <laughs> yeah. and some bottles and James wine That's coolers? Right. You could all, tell us. We've all been there. It is weird, no, though, yeah, that the mailman yeah. whizzer is yeah. a redhead, yeah, so it is strange. Likes a, a coat room now and again, <laughs> you know what I mean? Some people went to 54, yeah. Studio 54. And, and yep, four. yep. So, uh, Never. how uh, are you celebrating my birth? Uh, well, I'll probably write you a check. I don't Yay! Know. I don't know what to give you Make it too! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to give you. You're hard to buy for. You. I just don't, you know... Everything I buy you, you'd laugh at. So it's just easier this way. Do you it takes feel like a lot she doesn't appreciate you? She always appreciates me. I have to say, she's a oh. good kid. Oh, you don't have to good. say that just because it's. She's saying show. it because it's my birthday. Yeah, and she's saying it to stop the hate mail coming in. How dare you? How very dare? Well, here's the other weird thing, Patty. Do you know I like this? The hate mail. Actually. I know. Um, me and my brother have the same birthday. The actual same birthday, if you can believe Disgusting. that. Uh, what are the odds of that? It's wrong uh, they with are you like three hundred sixty-five to one or something. I, I would. Uh, I think three sixty-four to it. one. Uh, it's, Ew! Stop it, Patty! Stop it! Stop it right now! I'm, I'm, stop! It doesn't take a genius. Well, I was delivered by a stork. We're not it talking about that. Doesn't take a genius. Was it a pain to That's have right. That's birthdays right. on the That's same? That's what I've always told her. Were you shocked when when suddenly I decided to show up and? Eclipse my brother? Well, it was funny because he was due on November 30th and he was late. So, and then three years later, you you came right on time. But like oh. uh, the doctors, you know, in those days, they didn't test to see if it was male or female. In those days, they just kind of tell, you know, and he kept telling me, you have an eight and a half pound boy. And I thought, oh, well, so I kind of mentally got ready for the second boy. And, and uh, you got so one, baby. Born, you I was one. stunned. I was stunned that you were a girl, and I'm very happy that you were a girl, too. Well, James is stunned that I'm a girl as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were very happy because you you wanted you a girl. You wanted that. a ginger girl. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was I was thrilled to have a girl. Uh, so I figured, well, that, you know, I wasn't really going to plan on any more kids, so whatever I got, I was going to take. And... Uh, <laughs> Whatever they gave me. What a ringing like endorsement. Whatever patch. the special is, I'll have what she's having. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like shopping for a cabbage patch doll. It was like, I, when I'll I take got her a cabbage patch doll, I guess I'll take the one eyed cabbage patch. <laughs> Remember when you were little, we kept the cabbage patch hospital on Fifth Avenue in New York City. There was like a, a birth every so often. The cabbage patch opens and out comes a little doll. It was the most silly thing I've ever seen in my life. It was like one of those. One day trips to New York City. You leave at seven in the morning and leave there at seven at night. But uh, that was so funny because, like, we were waiting for the bus and the the bus driver had been mugged and they took his wallet. So he, he had all of a sudden the bus turned the corner, but not before this huge 
limo stopped and some what I took to be a hooker ran out. And she was walking away very, very, you know, seductively and her her little driver came out and grabbed her back in and said, Get back in here, you uh, you blank. And uh what was this the is blank? in front of What was the, the blank? Say what, what the, the blank, blank is. No What does it start with? What does it rhyme with? Well it was that's with the B, but I'm not gonna say it on the air. B starts with a B. What does it rhyme with? Itch. Yes, that's uh, it. Oh, oh. Anyway, she was like, she had Get back in here, you bitch. <laughs> oh, look, those Cabbage Patch kids are having it. Was, that's great. And, hey, and, girls, and hey, Girl, girl Scout Guts. Troop number 784. And whatever Girl Scouts were in line, I put my hands over their eyes so they wouldn't see what was going on. <laughs> And Little then I looked you for know. you, and you were feeling your oats, and you decided to walk down to the traffic light, and I was horrified because I couldn't find you. But you were like, being How about like, you, Grandpa? Fifty <laughs> bucks. <laughs> I thought you know. that was your first taste of New York City, and you loved it, and you oh. wanted to be down at the at the corner, working a corner. Well, I saw that there was, was an opening. Taking it all in, and like ever since then, you were enamored with New York City. So. I could never stop you from going after you got out of school. But um, how long but was anyway, did that her was your foray into prostitution it? last? <laughs> uh, and, and wait, say that again. I said, how long did your foray into prostitution last when you were? When it you hasn't were... stopped. Oh. Now I work that corner. <laughs> and now that's my yeah. pimp. And, and I was like, I was like the pimp. Get back here, you bee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I, I swear, I swear, that. Child Protective <laughs> Services is not coming for me. I was Yet. like, get back here, Aaron. Get over here. And I <laughs> we was had like, to corral 30 girls ghosts. Look, Carlos is around the corner. He's picking me up. I got a trick tonight, and I got a trick later in the morning. I can't be bothered with these cabbage patches and these Girl Scouts and their friggin' cookies, okay? I have to go to condomania before my next trick. <laughs> so this bee itch has to get on my way, okay? He's got a limo. He's going to pull it around, and I got a space because now Skinny Marie has been booted out. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Thank you for that monologue. Well, and thank you so nice much monologue. for giving me the gift of uh, talking about with a lady of, of the night. Yes, <laughs> the gift of life. Thank you for giving me the gift of life, Mother. Well, you're welcome. Happy, happy birthday. We love you. Oh, and we love you too, Patty and oh, Jim. Oh, oh. oh nice, yeah. Have a oh. nice Aaron's birthday. Have a nice my birthday, damn it. Yay, thank you so holiday. much. Yeah, it's a holiday. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. okay. Oh my God. Right. I just turned it off. <laughs> Goodbye, mother. Bye, mother. Bye, mother. Wow, I didn't remember that story, but clearly Should I could have. work through it in therapy. Some PTSD yeah. there. Love a good hooker story. I haven't said the word hooker in so long. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Now we just say sex worker, and hooker is just fun. Just a fun 1980s word. Yeah. Does that have to go away? I don't think so. You're hooking. You're John hooking. I also like, I love an 80s hooker. Yeah, the, like they, they were hookers, truly. Hookers. Yeah, There's like etymology skirts. behind the word hooker. It has to do with some guy who was like the first pimp, I think. And his name TJ was like Hook? John Hooker. Oh. I'm John Hooker. I'm TJ Hooker. Welcome to my selection of girls. Uh, all right. What do we say, people? Is it time for our next segment? What is, Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have segments here at the pod. Time time for Instagram mail, Instagram mail. The best gift you can give me is to email me. 
I'm on the corner. Mama, just a hooker, and I'm digits. looking for mail. I really want your mail, M-A-L-E, or M-A-I-L. That's right. We've got one Instagram mail question this week, so as a gift to me, what are you waiting for? Please email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Send us an advice question, and we will send you a response on the air. Because it's the season. Tis the season for gifting. I give, you give, we give it back, we give each other Sometimes we give, sometimes we receive, sometimes we're just receiving, and then receiving, and and then then receiving, and and then maybe we try to give once, but then it doesn't work out, so then we have to to receive again, Uh uh and then we'll try to give, and then it won't work out. And then we give on top, but then we give on bottom. Right. And then we'll probably have to have like a Cialis and then maybe we can give. Oh, that didn't work out. And then or we maybe... can reach around and we can give right. from the front in right. a different and the, way. We and then, give... you know, you're going to stop because the poppers gave you a headache and then you're just going to have to stop. And you're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to need some water. You can give. You can give while I try to. And then. <laughs> that was a good gift. I, that that run. Thank that you. run of words was a good gift to Thank me. Thank you. Must so, the Adderall that just kicked up. We've got one Instagram mail question this week. Patty, do you want to kick it off? Sure. It's on my phone. Dear Pod, a co-worker, I'll call her Gina, or is it Gina? I'll go with Gina. Okay. Has a horrible habit. Whenever I talk about things that are happening in my life, she swings the conversation back to herself and tries to one-up me. For example, I was talking about my recent bridal shower. She kept interrupting to say how great her shower was and all the gifts she got, and blah, 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 blah. It's like everything in life is a competition. I swear on my deathbed, she'll tell me that she could die better. If I could avoid her altogether, I would, but we have to work together on some major projects. How can I get her to back off and maintain a professional relationship? Signed, tap the brakes, Tanya. Tanya! Tanya, Tanya, Tanya. I guess you're not that knee-cracking ice skater. Otherwise, I'm sure you would have taken care of this already. I wish there was an easy answer to this one, but there simply isn't. After two decades of the Oprah Winfrey show, America and the world was seduced to the subtle art of swinging the conversation back to themselves. Oprah was queen queen of it. If a woman was dragged down the block after being run over, Oprah would interrupt her to tell her about her summer road trip with her girlfriend, Gail. If someone told the story of working five jobs and barely making rent, she would talk about her first year at WLS-TV in Chicago and the first Oprah Winfrey show. If she would talk about building their dream home, Oprah would go on and on about her home that she just built in Montecito. You anyway. get a one-up, and yeah. you get a one-up. <laughs> you see, we've been indoctrinated into steering anyone's story back to us. Is it annoying? Yes. Can we stop it without se- sounding like an ass? Not really. However, you can always interject with, as I was saying, <laughs> or, back to my story, <gasps> or just do what anchors most people. Start laughing at them. No one likes that. When they ask what's so funny, say, oh, I was just telling you a story and then you made it about yourself like Oprah does. So I guess you learn more from Oprah than just her book club. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if she doesn't take a hint, then start slamming your hands on the table like that low hairline ter- Jersey girl herself, Teresa Judice, until all the water glasses tip over and start popping off like pieces in the game perfection when the buzzer goes off and flip the table. Is this professional? Absolutely not. But it's fun and that's all that's really important. You prostitution whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Hooker. <laughs> uh, look, I, it's it's how people can relate to people. When Oprah does it, she's like, "Oh, I want to let you know I'm on your level." And yeah, here's how I do this, and I connect. You yeah, know, here's my 15 bedroom house. What did you buy? Oh, oh, 
Like the when Barbie Nate Dreamhouse? Nate Burgess organizes like or redoes someone's like studio apartment. She's like, oh, when Nate came to redo my kitchen while he was redoing my West Wing while he was doing my uh, my uh, smoke Solarium. room while he was yeah. doing my. It's like what the fuck? Tap the brakes. The woman's Oprah. like, I literally shit and eat in the same <laughs> three hundred square feet. Oprah, I don't know what you're talking about. Like you, you don't connect with me. Right. She's my, trying to connect. My studio with the apartment is as big as your microwave. Yeah, yeah, just your toilet. Ooh, 300 square foot toilet available for rent. (laughs) Sign me up. That stinks. All right, here's what Anne has to say. Dear Tap, sounds like your co-worker Gina is a real Gina. (laughs) It's exhausting enough competing in business. Now it sounds like this Gina is in a chronic state of one-upsmanship. Lucky for you, I have dealt with this very phenomenon my whole life. My twin sister... You know her, she's the hooker across the table, (laughs) is the mayor of one-upsmanship land. She claimed her advice column had more readers. She thought her bouffant was higher than mine. She tried to beat me in a fisting competition. It's like everything I loved was an opportunity for her to tell me she did it better. It's tiring and messy and a little sexy. Lucky for me, she has an Achilles heel, gullibility. I'd set traps... She'd take the bait. I got so good at it, some would say I was a masturbator. (laughs) My sister would get so caught up in trying to one-up me, she didn't care what she was trying to one-up me on. To paraphrase a quote by Ian Malcolm from the family classic Jurassic Park, she got so preoccupied with whether or not she could, she didn't stop to think if she should. One night at our ladies' auxiliary dinner at the Islip Cultural Heritage Center... We were holding court with some of the finest ladies in the tri-state area. My sister was doing a usual song and dance, one-upping me in conversation. I said I was on student council. She said she was president of student council. I talked about my latest book. She said hers was projected to hit the New York Times bestseller. I said I dated Pollocks. She said she hated Pollocks. She walked right into it. Nothing like setting a juicy trap to reveal someone's casual racism. Needless to say, the ladies gasped, the music screeched to a halt, and my sister was asked to leave the ladies' auxiliary club, citing irreconcilable differences. Tough word. Yeah. This Gina has the same Achilles heel. You just need to point your arrow at it and shoot. Find her weakness and set a trap. Her one-upsmanship will become her one-downfall-ship. People like that can't resist taking that sweet, sweet bait. And now, I leave you with a joke about setting traps. How does Kevin Bacon escape from a bear trap? He's got to cut foot loose! Foot loose! Dumb. <laughs> Good luck, you hard-working son of a bitch, and happy trapping. Ayyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyyy
Four. A specialty cocktail, specialty drink. Wake me up. Get me off my knees. Jim, man, where's my undies? And where's my cash? On my face. It's my birthday gift to me. I need to leave and go to the emergency room. Please, I'm bleeding from my butt. I think it's from your mom. I don't know what she used. What am I singing for? Richard Gear. You're talking about Richard Gear. Oh, remember that rumor. Well, I this week, that you had a hamster in your butt. Wow. It is a very special <laughs> week here at the pod because for my birthday week, looks like Jules has given me. This week's specialty cocktail is called Erin's Gift. Oh, this is very exciting. Okay. He has heard the pleas. He suffered through the bitchin'. And now James Jules Ferris is given his wife what she wants. Big di- no, happy birthday, damn it. Oh, this Aaron's gift, guess what? He's given me the gift of tequila because I get very upset that we do not have enough tequila cocktails on this Agreed. podcast. So for this, you will need sea salt, one lime wedge, one three-inch piece of peeled cucumber, oh, a quarter cup of fresh mint soft. leaves. There's a soft cucumber. Okay. Yes. Torn in half. Oh. To, no, that's the wow. mint leaves. That's the mint leaves. You want to tear those in half. Two ounces fresh squeezed lime juice. Two ounces silver tequila. Yeah. One ounce of honey syrup and some seltzer. Mm. For this, you want to get ready. Rim a rocks glass. <laughs> Stop it. He's walking into it. Rim a rocks glass with the lime wedge and dip the rim of the glass into the salt. Place the cucumber in a blender and puree until smooth. Strain the contents of the blender through a fine mesh strainer. Combine most of the mint leaves, cucumber puree, lime juice, tequila, and honey syrup in a cocktail shaker. Add ice and shake. Strain into an ice-filled rocks glass and top with seltzer. Oh, garnish with a cucumber slice and mint leaves. All right, here are his tasting notes. Smells amazing. It smells so so fresh in here, Mm y'all. It's not Nag Champa. It is the (laughs) cucumber and the mint. It is a refreshing. We can smell you from here. Yeah, it's amazing. Just like my mother smelled my father. I can smell you from here. So here are the tasting notes. You got to give in sometime. And if you don't give in on her birthday, well, you're a monster and the terrorists win. When you're strapped, when you're strapped for ideas on what to, what gift to get your loved one on this holiday season, or for that matter, on their birthday, never underestimate the appreciation of booze. This libation is a cooling cucumber mojito created by those two queens of clean cocktails, Beth Redenidic and Tara Rossioli, friend of mine. It's got cucumber in it to keep you hydrated as you're boozing it up on your very special day. It's also low in calories. Yay! So you will be supplying your redhead, or whatever the hair color may be, a guilt-free drinking extravaganza. Happy birthday, Erin. It's tequila. (gasps) Thank you, Jules. And you can appreciate this as this seems to be a clean, dietetic, enjoyable cocktail that is very fresh. Dietetic? Dietetic. Okay. Not diabetic. Dietetic. Cheers to me. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy. Liberty! Bottoms up. Mm. Like St. Joseph. Oh, yeah. Bottoms up like St. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Bottoms up in the club in your front yard. Mm. That's tasty. 
You'll be bottoms up after having this cocktail. God willing. I like this because it's light and it doesn't, it's not overly sugary. It does, it's none of, none of her drinks are overly sugary because it's no, called it's clean cocktails. Get the book and get it on Amazon. It's like a bestseller she has created. She's a, a dietitian, a nutritionist. Uh, and I, I haven't met Beth before, but I know Tara and, uh, we got to get her as a gift, a gift, Jesus, paging Dr. Freud. We have to get her as a guest on this podcast because she mm. does some very good things. Mm. Mm. Maybe mm. we can even get her to come here and shake a cocktail in the Maha'a Lounge. You've heard it first. Maybe a little post-New Year's when people feel the need to do a cleanse and get all that crap mm. and turkey and stuffing and shit out of your system. Yeah. Mm. That's good for what ails you right there. This it's the cucumber fantastic. that... You know what this feels like? A spa drink. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to go to, what are those, what's a bougie spa in the Berkshires um, where they do like sound baths and then they'll put like a, a jar on your head and then they'll hit it with a mallet and do bougie things. Canyon Ranch. Mm. There it is. This is a Canyon Ranch cocktail. This is what you wake up and have and then you cry about your feelings and then you do some like horse whispering or something. What? <laughs> You know those bougie spas that people go to? No. Yes. Yes, do. you do. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. This is lo- look at it. I keep I, going in. I can't drink. If I have more tequila, then I won't be able to drive home. Come on. Let's test <laughs> that know. theory. All right. I'll just drive home now. Officer, I'm sorry, but I do a podcast. <laughs> I just, I'm turning into a dude. See, I said the word dude. Yeah. Feel natural? Five feet up the street, How bend your back, shift your arm, then you pull it back. Life's hard, you know. Hey, oh, strike a pose on a Cadillac. If you want to find all the cops, they're hanging out in the donut shop. They sing and dance, oh, hey, oh, they spin the clubs, cruise down the block. All the Japanese with their yen, the party boys call the Kremlin. Then the Chinese know. Walk like an Egyptian. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.